Welcome to another episode of Unstuck with Hypnopunk Transformation with Edge. And today's episode is entitled 10 Ways to Make Yourself Happy. But before we do that, I'd like to thank everyone for leaving their five-star reviews on whatever you choose to listen to this podcast right now. Whether that be iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, wherever you listen to this, thank you. Thank you for leaving those reviews. It makes me happy. It makes me want to put out more content out there for you to listen to get into your to your ears. So please keep doing that. That's how I know this is getting into the right ears, uh, the right hearts out there and um, inspires me to put more content out there for you guys. And the sweet and the deal, whenever you do leave a review and uh, on any of those formats, shoot a screenshot of it and email me at mail, M-A-I-L, at lukenosis, L-U-K-E, nosis.com and you get to book a free complimentary 30 minute power session unstuck session with me what this is not is it's not a counting session it is not a hypnosis session it's not a opportunity for you to tell me how tough your life is and how horrible and hemorrhage all your problem juice all over me no 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 it's an opportunity to have my ear, to have my mind uh, at your beck and call, well, only for 30 minutes, where I can help to uh, help you formulate a plan to become unstuck, take that next step to have more freedom, harmony, love and joy in your life. Okay. That being said, back onto the show at hand, which is, I was going to initially call this show, um, you know, Stop Being Depressed or... Uh, um, stop being lost or end hopelessness, something like that. And they were all kind of very negative and, you know, suggestions of putting stuff in people's heads all the time. I'm like, well, what do I want from my clients when they come and see me? They're already, many are hopeless, men are lost, many are lost, many are depressed. What do they want? Well, they, well, they want to be happy. So let's focus on what they want, which I always am telling you guys and my clients, let's focus on what you want. So the podcast is called 10 Ways to Be Happy. I'm going to give you ten, 10 tangible skills that you can use it to uh, to be happy. And hell, who knows it, I'll probably add some bonuses in there as well. Um, in Not in any particular order. Look up. Yeah, look up. Now, when you think of somebody who is typically sad, typically depressed, where are they looking with their eyes? Are they looking up to their eyebrows, up to the sky? Are they looking forward, eye contact? No, they're usually looking down. They're usually caught between uh, the quadrant of a lower lower right corner or the lower left corner of their eyes of audio digital talking to themselves or kinesthetic feeling from themselves and they're oftentimes caught in a loop of uh, talking shit i'm not good enough life won't get any better i'm such a loser and then feeling a kinesthetic reaction and how their eyes are moving so look up it's try this now try this get really now what i want to do if it's safe for you to do this all right so you can you can monitor yourself if it's safe to do this perhaps not if you're driving or operating any heavy machinery but if it's safe to do this now have your head looking forward don't move your head but with your eyes look up look up to your eyebrows keep looking up to your eyebrows keep looking up to your eyebrows now and try and feel sad don't move your eyes keep your eyes looking at your eyebrows and try and make yourself feel sad or depressed do it, really try, but keep your eyes looking up. It's impossible. You can't do it. 
So look up, because when you look up, it traps you between uh, visual created and uh, visual remembered. Uh, and it's very hard, you can't feel feelings, or negative feelings, certainly, when you're looking up. It just literally locks it. You might have the memory, but you can't feel negative feelings. So uh, multiple times a day, perhaps send, set, set an uh, alarm on your phone or on your, your Google Watch, whatever you've got, to go off once an hour, just look up. So it catch you if you are in any negative states, depressed states, whatever. Just look up if it's safe to do, and it will be damn near impossible to enter those um, those negative states. And the next one is smile, and you can add this into it. If that was powerful for you, you can do the same, but add a smile. Even if it's a fake cheesy smile, if you look up to your eyebrows and smile, even if you have a thought of something shitty, you can't feel bad, and that's going to feel a bit weird probably because you've got a fake Ronald McDonald smile on your face and your eyes looking up like a lunatic however this is a quick thing you can do that anyone can do in a split second in order to take them out of a depressive or, or negative state and here's the thing it's something like a, a, over 50 muscles are in your face so when you smile not only the more you smile does it give you like a, a nice uh, non-surgical facelift but after a while molecules that fire together wire together so after a while your smile and you'll start to feel good because it will link with your eyes looking up and it will get wired into your neurology it may take a couple of times of doing it 21 times couple of days couple of weeks of doing it but eventually neurons that fire together wire together so even faking a smile you do it enough and you do it enough with enough emotion that you'll just start to feel happier and your body will release serotonin and dopamine making you feel more balanced and um, more high in a positive way. Number three, to be happy. Third way to be happy, have a purpose. Have a reason for your life. Have a purpose. Viktor Frankl uh, authored a book in the late 1930s, the early 1940s called... Um, I believe as a man thinketh. No, I am correct. I'm incorrect, I should say, <laughs> on two accounts there. It's uh, actually Viktor Frankl, and the book is entitled Man's Search for Meaning. Uh, Viktor Frankl was a psychologist that was in a concentration camp in World War II. And what he would notice is he was exposed to the atrocities that went on in his concentration camp. Um, and he realised the two primary... Uh, evolutionary traits that we have is to survive and replicate to have sex to make other versions of ourselves but to survive and when these people in the concentration camps um, when they were essentially worked to death uh, the desire to have sex the desire to replicate actually left it actually died that evolutionary trait left people but the only trait that was still there when people were literally worked to the bone um, was a will to live and the people that would survive these concentration camps and would leave and would have a uh, have a balanced life, meaning they did not kill themselves after, they did not become homicidal, genocidal, suicidal, death-defining maniacs out of that over the atrocities that they'd overcome, didn't have years and years of depression, and didn't go out on revenge missions to try and um, to, to kill Nazis, is the people who had a purpose. The people had a purpose. Viktor Frankl's purpose was his wife and his child. His purpose was his wife and his child. And having them in the forefront of his mind is what got him through the, atroc or the atrocities of these concentration camps. What he didn't realise is a couple of days being captured and put into the concentration camp, 
his wife and child were killed. And I believe he was in the concentration camp for uh, five years or so. They were killed almost immediately when he was put in there. But his purpose was he had to come out and see them. And he had, not only did he have to come out and see them, he had another purpose. And the purpose was, one day I'm going to get out and I'm going to learn from this atrocity. And I'm going to make sure it never happens again in the world. I'm going to do a lot of work with it. I'm going to help people around this issue, people who also get out and make sure my knowledge and understanding on human psychology and evolution um, helps people, helps people through atrocities, even in the darkest times. Have a purpose. Have a purpose, like a golden light, like a guiding light in your life. Have a fucking purpose. Why are you here? There's a great quote from Dr. Martin Luther King that says, if a man hasn't found something that he would die for, he is not fit to live find something you would die for but live for it find a purpose in your life whether that be career relationship health whatever it is for you is whatever it is for you but have a fucking purpose have a reason not that you're just going to get up tomorrow to have a groundhog day to live the same day that you've lived for 30 years now have a purpose more than just you more than just ego, more than just about keeping up with the Joneses. Have a have a purpose that God forbid, if you if if you ever were in something remotely like a concentration camp, it could get you through it. It could get you through it. It could get you to survive, to reach deeper inside in those very very dark times. Find a purpose, my friends. Number four, fourth way: how to be happy. Leave the fucking house. That's right, leave the house. When you leave the house, you're open to more opportunities. Now, I'm guilty of this one. Um, a lot of my clients now I do via Skype all around the world. Uh, a lot of my businesses run uh, from my home office. I have to manufacture reasons for me to leave the house. And it's really important because the time I do leave the house, uh, leave my office and go out there in the real world if such a place exists, it's good. It, it lets me know that I, I am not alone, that there are indeed other people that I can interact with. There is another world out there. I can leave the world in my head and go into a physical matter world. It's important to leave the house, you know, at least once a day. What do they say? Uh, studies show about 10,000 steps a day is very healthy when... Um, they monitored people who were naturally thin, naturally stayed to their weight. One of the traits were they walked 10,000 steps, which is most people complete 10,000 steps, depending on your gait and how fast you are, in probably about 90 minutes to an hour, 40 minutes. For me, it's about an hour, 40 minutes. I have short fucking legs. Um, but that's another trait. Go out. Go out. Go for a walk. Be out there in the world. Get your walk in doesn't matter what rate it is get your 10,000 steps in but be out there be out there with people the hustle and bustle also know you've got your sorts you, you know your what's Batman's cave called again fortune fortitude of solitude for fortress of solitude there you go fortress of solitude and say it one more time to wire it into my brain fortress of solitude you got that to come back to to be comfortable but in the meantime go out there experience the world a little bit don't be cooped up at home the whole time not healthy for you not good for you fifth way to be happy move 
Just do something with your body. When your body moves, it releases a bunch of dopamine, drops it into your system, making you feel alert, making you feel alive. You've heard of the runner's high, the exerciser's high, the trainer's high. You do some exercise, you naturally feel good. It's your body's way of rewarding it. So do some more of this and you'll get rewarded with more uh, serotonin uh, being uptaked into your mind and your body. More dopamine being released. So move. Now that may take the form of dance. Then dance. Could be at home, could be outside, could be on the street. Might look a little bit weird. It doesn't matter. It might be walking. It might be running. It might be lifting weights. It might be any number of things. I'm in Canada. It might be ice skating. It might be doing a Zumba class. Going to a club. I don't know. But move. Move your body. When you move your body, it moves your mind. So move. When you move, it shakes things up. It keeps you alive. It keeps you awake. It keeps that body tuned up. Move. Do something. Oftentimes, you think of a stereotypical person who's depressed. Are they doing a shitload of moving? No, the stereotype that most people have in their head is they're sitting on a chair and they're kind of talking a bit like this and they're hunched over and everything is really slow. Yeah, I'm playing a stereotype right here, but I'm I'm using it uh, to illustrate a point to you. So move, move. Number six, get some vitamin D or get some sun. Another thing that I'm guilty of having a home office and having a lot of clients at home is um, I don't get enough vitamin D. Sometimes I don't leave the house till about six o'clock and it's the winter time where I am now in in uh, Toronto, Canada, and it gets dark about 4, 4.15. I might not get out until that time because I'm so busy changing the world, clearing the world one soul at a time here. So I don't get my vitamin D. I have to supplement with it. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm working on that now. I'm working on getting out there earlier to get some sun. Yeah, you could supplement with vitamin D, but it's better to get it off the sun. More natural way of getting out. Get out there when it's light. Get out there when the sun is out. Go for a walk. Get the sun on your skin. In some form or fashion, get your vitamin D fix. And now we are on two. That was one, two, three, four, five. That was six. We're now on to seven. Visualize what you want. Visualize what you want. See it in glorious technicolor inside your head, like the Wizard of Oz. See it in technicolor, like an IMAX. Or just think it. If you don't, if you're not a great visualizer, just think it. Or just even more importantly, feel it, hear it, but visualize what you want. Most of us are really good at catastrophizing things and seeing what we don't want. But how about you see things the way you do want? But first of all, you've got to know what you want. So ask yourself, what kind of money do you want to make in your life? What kind of career do you want? What kind of impact do you want to have in the world? What do you want your legacy to be? What kind of relationships do you want to have? What kind of children do you want to have? What kind of body do you want to have what kind of health do you want to have what countries do you want to visit what do you want to do visualize the life that you want take time to do that day in day out and don't tell me you don't have enough time you've got enough time to make yourself feel guilty to make yourself feel sad and yeah you are doing that it's not being done to you it's your mind who's driving the bus ladies and gentlemen yeah it's you 100 percent responsibility for your life So take some time every day to visualize what you want in your life. See it, feel it, smell it, taste it, hear it. Get as many of those senses as you can involved. Number eight, another way to make yourself feel happy is go take some 5-HTP. 5-HTP, it's an amino acid derivative of tryptophan. It's It's a supplement you can get over the counter. Obviously, I am not a pharmacist. I am not a medical doctor. You know I have to do these fucking disclaimer things. So I'm not sued for a million dollars here. So always check with your medical professional. 
That being said, you can buy five HTP over the counter. It's all it works very much like a natural way, a natural um, mood enhancer, a natural releaser of serotonin, which is how most antidepressants are marketed as as a, a way to uptake serotonin in your brain. Serotonin is what gives you more balance, more happiness in your life. Five uh, HTP is a natural way of of doing that. That can really help uh, taking that each and every day. Uh, can also help as a sleep aid as well. A uh, close derivative of that is tryptophan, which can also help in the same way as nature's natural, nature's natural supplemental antidepressant. Um, there's another herb called St. John's Wood that they've done quite a few studies on that taken a high quality source of it in quite big dosages um, can be a natural positive mood enhancer as well. So you can check with a medical practitioner, you know I've done that whole bit. Once you've done that, um, those are things that people and studies have shown uh, can have an impact positively on your health and your well-being. Number nine, tenth, ninth way, not the tenth way, I'm not on there yet. The ninth way to make yourself happy. Get inspired by something or somebody. Maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's about someone new that you make. Maybe it's a new activity. They get inspired about something. Everyone I meet, I want to be motivated to exercise, motivated to make a million dollars, motivated to go out there and meet more people. But motivation is, is transient. It comes, it goes, it comes, it goes. It never stays around. Inspiration is that thing, much like self-esteem, that's always there in the background. Even though you may be going through tough times, it's always in the background, much like a computer with a screensaver. It's always there. And yeah, you may be surfing the web. Maybe you'd be typing up some files, but if you stop for a moment, that screensaver will come back on. And when you're inspired, it's much like that screensaver. It's always there. It's always in the background. If you just give it a moment to come up, just get inspired by something, anything out there. And number 10th, the 10th way to make yourself happy, naturally, healthfully, in this very moment, in every moment in your life, is be grateful. Ask yourself every morning, what are five things that you can be grateful for? You can, well, I'm not grateful for anything, Luke. Well, if you're fucking alive, be grateful you're alive. Because you could be dead or you could have been never born. Just take a moment to be grateful for that. You've got two arms, you've got two legs, two eyes, two ears. Be fucking grateful for that because there's some people that aren't. You've got a roof over your head. Be fucking grateful for that. Stop taking everything for granted. Some people don't. You have someone that loves you. Be grateful for that because there's some people that don't. You've got air in your lungs. Be grateful because there's a lot of people in the morgue, a lot of people in the cemetery, buried, that don't have that. So be grateful. At least every morning, five things that you're grateful for. Write it down. Say it out loud. And take time to feel it. Get that neuro connection in your brain. Don't just say it. Don't just write it. Don't just see it. Feel it. Wire it all up with all of your senses. Be grateful. Because when you're grateful... You can't be sad. When you're grateful, you can't have anxiety. When you're grateful, you can't have low self-esteem. Being grateful is the uh, and you know is the antivirus, if you will. It's the complete opposite of all negative emotions. Because when you're grateful, you can't be sad. When you're grateful, you can't be scared. When you're grateful, you can't be angry. So be grateful, my friends. Be grateful. And if you're not sure what you're grateful about, start off with basic things like. Yeah, I've got an arm, I've got a leg. Even if you've got one arm or one leg, you could have none. You've still got one. 
and you can gradually build up bigger things, bigger things, bigger things. You've got lists and lists of lists of all the things you're grateful, grateful for. Gratefulness doesn't mean you're going to have an absence of challenges in your life. No, no, no. It simply means you're grateful for what you've got, where you are, who you are, what you're doing in your life, the people in it. You're grateful. You've been given this gift to be on this earth, to make the most of it you can. I've been Luke Michael Howard, a.k.a. The Hypnopunk. This has been Unstuck with Hypnopunk Transformation with Edge. If you would like a fact sheet of the 10 ways to be happy, then shoot me over an email at mail, M-A-I-L, at lukenosis, L-U-K-E-N-O-S-I-S dot com, and I'll shoot you back that fact sheet with those 10 ways to be happy in your life. And as always, as I like to close out these shows... Always believe.